It was the kind of weather where it felt dangerous to be wearing pants. By early morning, Bangkok's air was already thick and warm like bath water. By midday, it was scorching. On my walk over to the Siak Bangna intersection, I worried about how the heat would affect the busload of 28 glamorous young beauty contestants I was scheduled to meet. I was particularly worried about what it would do to their meticulously applied makeup and hair extensions. I hoped they'd brought tissues. This wasn't a regular beauty pageant. In a country synonymous with sex change, Miss Tiffany's Universe was Thailand's most famous pageant for transsexual women, and reputedly the world's biggest such event. All that you needed to enter was documentation proving you were born male and were between the ages of 18 and 25. The contestants had been culled from a larger national pool of 60, and I'd been told they were supernaturally beautiful. Today marked the beginning of a gruelling week of sponsorship commitments between Bangkok and Pattaya, leading up to a live TV broadcast finale that attracted 15 million viewers nationwide, roughly a third of the number of Americans who tuned into the Oscars every year. The stakes were high. The winner received 100,000 baht, 3,000 US dollars, lucrative advertising deals, performance contracts, a new car, and an automatic spot in Miss International Queen, which saw transsexual women from countries including Brazil, Australia, the United Kingdom, the United States, Sri Lanka, China, Russia, Colombia, India, Lebanon, Japan, South Korea, Nigeria, the Philippines, and Argentina compete head-on. By the time I got to the intersection, I was sweating freely and had soaked right through my shirt. Siak Bangna intersection wasn't really an intersection at all, but a flat island of sticky dirt and gravel, an ugly patch of rubble in the middle of one of Bangkok's busiest traffic zones. Above and around us, cars, motorcycles, scooters and buses wove their way through a multi-level concrete braid of bypasses and turnpikes. Everything was loud and smelled of mould and exhaust fumes. It didn't exactly scream glamour. In the middle was a large chartered coach, parked with the engine still running. Outside, a small crew of TV camera operators from Thai broadcaster VTR milled about alongside publicists and photographers, gossiping and smoking cigarettes. Everyone was waiting for something to happen. Not knowing anyone, I popped my head inside the coach to introduce myself. I climbed up the stairs and let the coach's air conditioning caress me. Hello? A motherly-looking Thai woman with a bob haircut spun around, blocking my view of the girl sitting behind her. This was Quan Lek, one of the organisers. I smiled as I introduced myself, trying to look over her shoulder. Benjamin, Quan Lek said, waving her hand. Please wait outside. Girls are still doing makeup and hair. Oh, I said. I hadn't seen a thing, but her reaction made me feel as though I'd caught the women naked. Apologising, I stepped back onto the dirt as the coach doors closed behind me. It had rained the night before. Mud steamed up and stank beneath my shoes, as if I'd stepped on a hot turd. Embarrassed, I smiled at the TV crew and staffers. Some jutted their chins in cool acknowledgement, then turned their backs on me to talk and tie and smoke cigarettes. I tried spying on the contestants through the coach's tinted windows like a sweaty, dreadful pervert. All of the girls had hand mirrors and were grooming themselves. One girl had a mirror in the shape of a gerbera. There was one in the shape of Hello Kitty.